Welcome to A Word with Tom Merritt. I'm Tom Merritt, and this show was born out of my desire to have conversations about how we approach things, because there's no end of people out there telling you what to think, and maybe some of those are worth listening to. I, I know some of them are, but there's no chance for all of us to be experts or listen to every expert out there. We have to take shortcuts. So the idea here is to talk about how we filter information, how we decide what to bring into our brain, which shortcuts to take in order to operate and make decisions about ourselves and our careers in a world that has never been richer with information. These kinds of conversations are the sorts of conversations I've had almost my entire life. I love talking, and it's the fault of my grandma Roxy and my grandpa Carl. My grandpa and I would sit in their front room and quote-unquote solve the problems of the day while he paged through the newspaper. Then I'd go over to my grandma Roxy's front room. They weren't married, different grandma and grandpa. Uh, and she'd tell me stories about her childhood, about her life, and involve me in those stories. And those stories helped me understand a little more about how life works. So I got lots of different ways of looking at the world. I got great conversations. And it was all training me for this show and to welcome into the front room, Lamar Wilson. How's it going? It's going great, Tom. What a great intro for yourself. No, seriously, that that was awesome. Oh, settle in, settle in. Welcome, yeah. welcome to the conversation. I wanted to have you on because you're uh, a friend of mine for years now. Who, mm -hmm. when I hear the word creator, I think of you. Yeah, you know, people throw that word around to mean all kinds of different things, but when someone says creator, you are one of the first people I think of. I'm I'm honored. When I think of awesome tech guy, I think of you. <laughs> this this was not me fishing for a couple, <laughs> but but you you do the things that people think of when they think of a creator. You you have YouTube videos. You, now you have TikTok videos. Mm -hmm. uh, you you interact with an audience. You you unbox things. But I, I I don't know. Do you do you think that label fits? Interesting question because. As of about a month or two ago, I actually started shedding that that creator moniker. Came, it was born of a couple articles I read on uh, like what's the difference between a, a digital creator and an influencer. There was an mm. article about it because I, I really wanted because they are they are the same, but they are they overlap. Certainly, they, over, yeah. they overlap. Yeah. So you know, a creator in, in its simplest terms is somebody who, in my mind, who. Uh, educates informs they create engaging content around doing that thing so when when i've been a creator on youtube and and on other you know platforms it's been of the mind to i'm making this thing for the purpose of informing you about this edu educating you on, on this product or this service I'm, I'm talking about and it's going out to a broad audience and you know, my, my goal is to have it reach people who who are searching for said thing, you know. So the influencer side, which I've been gravitating more more towards, uh, you know, is always scary to use that word, right? Yeah, you can't yeah, ever, it's a loaded can't word. Ever call, yeah, you can't ever call yourself that. So I don't right. call myself that, but but I, I I found myself being more of that because I do all of those things that the creator does. However, I link it it to myself as far as telling my own story. Mm -hmm. And and using my, you know my storytelling skills and and my my life and my path of or my journey that I'm taking to yeah, yeah. to integrate you know said products or, or whatever so it's it's the same but it's, it's different I, I I think 
trying to grab so many people. Like some people are really great at that, uh, who, who they can create content for a broad audience. I'm trying to focus people, uh, especially at this stage of my life, on me. Hey, I'm this guy who likes these things. Follow my journey to see how I use said things in my life. And and I and I think once I focused on that, I realized that the that the Florence side made me l- a lot more free huh. to kind of to kind of focus on the storytelling aspect versus oh this video has to have these bullet points it has to have this format mm-hmm. it has to have this this look so it could be a proper tech video or a proper gaming video or a proper unboxing and you know after you know 13 years of of doing that I got burned out of it and I just I just needed another path and I know the influencer, you know, angle gets a gets a bad rep, rep like we just said. But I, I think if done right, uh, it's pretty respectable if you are a person that is respected. Yeah, I think when because words, right? Words can words. mean whatever we all decide they mean. Mm-hmm. People always tend to be like, well, the dictionary says, but but really what a word means is is what we agree between ourselves it means. And mm-hmm. influencer often is used to mean somebody who's trying to sell me some shit, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Like somebody who's trying to to influence me, you know, sure. and I think that's where it gets the bad rap is like, oh, so you're bought and sold. You're just you're just selling me a thing. Yeah. But now, the way be- you're describing it mm-hmm. is is more what I would call a storyteller, somebody who mm-hmm. who is saying, let, let me just be authentic with you and tell you about things that I'm doing and interested in. Yeah. And and see, here's my point of view, just as someone who's who's been in both worlds and, you know, I'm in my 40s and I, and I, I, I see all the different I, I see the people who just do it you know, for the money and, and they get called out on it. Yeah, Listen, right we're, here. We, you know, we you, all you could say it's me. It's uh, <laughs> it is you <Utah. laughs> We, we all do what we do to make a living. So I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm not trying to make a living doing this, but my advantage is I have things I like. I have companies that match my interest and want their messaging and with what I'm doing, because I'm unboxing and talking about their stuff anyway. And if we can match up, then I get to tell part of their story and keep living my life and, you know, getting the bills paid. So I don't see it as a sellout thing. I see it as sellout. If I told my audience for years, I can't stand Pepsi. Oh, Pepsi's the word. Don't, don't drink. Yeah. Don't drink Pepsi. And then all of a sudden, hey guys! So today's video is brought to you by Pepsi. Oh man, oh, man I love do I that. I love Pepsi. Yeah, I yeah. love that Pepsi. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's that's pretty. And I've seen people do that too. Yeah. That's the you know that's the thing. So I, I think a word you used I really love is just being my authentic self. I'm just me. I'm quirky. Mm-hmm. I'm weird. Uh, I'm late to the game when it comes to gaming because of my past. I didn't have these type of thing. I didn't have access growing up. So you know, uh, technology. Uh, didn't really get into technology until I mean my late teens, early twenties, just because that's when the boom happened. So I'm learning a lot of things just as other people are learning them, and I think that's a good story to tell. That it's okay. I don't have to have played every game. I don't have to have watched every movie. Oh my god, you didn't watch Goonies? I did watch it, by the way. Just to be don't get in, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you didn't watch this, or you didn't you didn't play this. And it's like, yeah, let me tell that story. I'm yeah. just I'm just a regular guy who didn't do certain things, but let's do them together. Let's yeah. learn now. I think that's really interesting because there's a narrative I think that is propagated a little by sports where you have to be dedicated and the best at something 
in order to talk about it. Uh, and, and I say mm-hmm. that that is that is affected by sports because in sports, it has become the case that if you want to be a successful professional athlete, the conventional wisdom, and I think it's borne out mostly by the truth, you know, with a few exceptions, is you need to start playing that sport at a very young age. You need to master it early. The earlier you master it, mm-hmm. then the better you can get when you reach adulthood and then your chance becoming an NBA star, becoming an NHL star, Major League Baseball, NFL, whatever, is there. But if you start late, if you start at 18, well, you might have fun. Maybe you'll get that one in a million luck out situation, mm-hmm. but you're probably not going to make it. And I think that has seeped into other things combined with our harshness as an audience of like, well, what do you know? You know, you're trying to yeah. set yourself up as the expert here. What do you know? And so and true. to me, what you've pointed out is that the way out of that trap of both of those things is not to pretend you're the expert, not to set yourself up as there like, I'm the, I'm the person who knows the most, which is what the maker does. We haven't talked about maker, but maker is like, I build things and you show people how you build them. Creator right. is I'm creating the content. And I like the way you defined it as sort of like, I'm providing information and this information is reliable because I know what I'm talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas influencer, the way you're talking about it, and maybe there's another word that would make people, you know, get their hackles up less, but, but you're saying I'm, I'm a storyteller. I'm, I'm, I'm being honest with you that this is where I'm coming from and this is how I'm approaching it. And I'm not the world's expert on Oreos, but I'm going to have a good time unboxing these Oreos and trying them and making Tom really jealous that you have them because they look really good. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I think you make some good points. Like I, uh, do, do I know a lot? Uh, yeah, do. I, I, ha- I yeah. have some, I have advantages that a lot of these younger, you know, tech channels don't have as, as coming up, you know, I, I worked at Best Buy in the nineties as windows 95 was coming out as, as the age of everybody getting computers in their house. I was there on the front line selling and learning and training. And I ran my own, uh, you know, computer building business and I worked in schools, uh, talking about technology. So I know uh, a lot and I could run in those circles and I thought I wanted to for a while. And then I realized that I really don't, especially at, I guess at the age I am, I just, I don't really have anything to prove. I wasn't trying to compete with the, you know, I mean, there's great people on, they're all my friends, you know, are, are friendly with them and I'm not trying to compete with them. Uh, and, but the audience tries to make you. So if your video is not as flashy as, as, as said person, or, you know, you don't talk about, well, you only talked about these three phones. You didn't talk about these eight, these other eight that this person yeah. does. And, and that's just like, after a while, it, 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 that contributes to the burnout. It's like, yeah, but that person also has a team. <laughs> that person also has uh, a, a huge office with staff and editors and th- things that, you know, uh, resources that I don't have and I'm not really interested in having. So I just, I said, you know, versus playing in that field anymore, why not just create my own field? I don't, I'm in competition with myself because I'm telling my own story. No one, you know, and, and I don't want to play the competition game anyway. I just, I am knowledgeable, but I want, I want it to be just in a, hey, I, I can help you with this thing if you like, because I have experience with this. Here's what I did in my life. I bought this computer because I wanted it to do this, this, this. If you align with me, if you're looking for the same thing, then I'm your guy to follow. Yeah. Um, and if I'm not, and you're looking for a more broad, 
you know, review, whatever, by all means, please check out the guys who do it the best. You know, I, I, I just didn't want to keep trying to play both sides of the field uh, because it's just it's too much to try well, to to try to be that person. I think I've said on Twitter before that that the Internet is like a an overbearing parent. Nothing is ever good enough, you know, no matter what you do that they, they find, you know, that that cliche overbearing parent, uh, you know, from from TV sitcoms where, you know, you, I got an A. Well, why wasn't it an A plus? Well, I got an A plus. Why is this the first one? Like the, the, the Internet is, is is a never ending taskmaster if you let it be. And what you're saying is, you know, the only way uh, to win is not to play the game, basically. <laughs> exactly. You know, it, it's it's one of those things. Tom, I had to look at again after this is after many years of of, of doing this, right? Uh, it just got to a point where I wasn't looking out. I was looking out for everyone else. I was helping everyone else. I was supporting everyone else. And there was one particular person I forgot about, and that was me. Mm-hmm. My well being, my sanity, my my health, and I just I had to take a hard look at it, and I think 2020 really helped me with that. Yeah, I think uh, we could talk more detail later about yeah. that, but like it, it gave me time to to reflect, and it's like I have to I have to worry about me right now, you know? Because I, I will say one thing, uh, and if we go into deeper deeper talk about YouTube, that'd be great. But I, I will have to say one thing about <laughs> about the YouTube audience. Uh, it, it's akin to getting into a gang. And then saying, "Hey, I want out," <laughs> and they're like, "What? No, you can't leave Hotel California, <laughs> like, my friend." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where do you think you're going? And it's it's a tough because they because they have a a, a snapshot of who they think you are when they found mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. So they found me in 2011, and they have a snapshot of me doing the School Tech TV show where yeah. I talked about current events and Justin Bieber and 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 Mashable articles. Then they come back 10 years later, they're a different person, but for some reason they expect me to be the exact, how come you don't do this anymore? Yeah. How come you don't? It's play the hit, right? It's when you see a band and you're like, play Freebird. That's the only song I know from you. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, so it's, it's one of those, you can't, you can't win situations. So I, I, I just had to take a stand. It's like, I have to, I have to make changes for me and, 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 respectfully but damn the audience and in that sense yeah. of trying to take care of myself because if i'm not around then you're not getting any content and that's, so, that, that's the it's a cliche to say you can't love anyone else until you love yourself but that's exactly what you're talking about which is mm-hmm. if you're if you're comfortable with yourself and you feel good about yourself you are more productive you can do lots of things better but if you're if you're running yourself ragged i mean it's the same principle behind you know taking a break from work you're more productive if you take regular breaks than if you work straight through you're more productive if you work on yourself a little bit you know if yeah. not a lot then and you're more helpful to other people absolutely absolutely a lot can happen in the next 3 years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. 
So what was the decision point? You you said 2020 kind of refocused you. And I think I think a lot of people obviously had time to look at what they were doing and, and think about it and, and change things. What, what did you do? Yeah. yeah so uh, if I could jump back for like a, a minute to yeah, – yeah. let's jump back to uh, – because I, I started YouTube 2008. Let's jump to 2014 because 2014 was a key year. I was having some health problems, but I was also dealing with that burnout or that uh, six-year itch that I've had in mm. previous jobs where – you know, five or six years, I'm ready to go. I'll yeah. move on. Like I've accomplished what I've accomplished. And I felt that in 2014. Um, and I and I got really great advice from another creator. He said, wait, because I told him this around June. Like, I'm done. I'm just burned out. He's like, give yourself to the end of the year. He said, because he did this for himself. If by December 31st, you are in the same place you are, then you know it's time to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, that's you know great advice. So uh, November came. And uh, something in my something came up in my channel, and some opportunities that literally like rebooted everything, and and, and so it gave me a new life. Uh, a lot of it was just unboxing. Uh, uh, it, it was it was specific collectibles, but the, I had never taken the idea of unboxing seriously. Matter of fact, I used to make jokes about unboxing because if you remember the tech unboxings, they were, yeah, sit there for five minutes with the Apple box and taking off the plastic and and caressing it and i'm just like if you don't open a damn box you know like i i I, I did some of those i did some of those i I know that's who i was yelling at at yeah no no i i i I, guilty as charged absolutely (laughs) yeah and it was it was it was so frustrating to me so i was like there's got to be a better way if i'm frustrated It'd be a better way. So, you know, my method was just, I did it satirically at first. Yeah. But just, I would take the box and just rip it open. It's like, like it's Christmas. Like, I just want to get to the product. And that resonated with so many people. And it's like, oh, there's something here for well, me. something I, different. Yeah. And fun. Yeah. It's Enjoy. something different, something different, something fun. And I like the aspect of unboxing in the, in the sense of, it's discovery for me, especially mm-hmm. when it's a mystery box, you know, or or even if it's a product I know what it looks like, just the all, you know. I, I didn't grow up uh, celebrating Christmas for you know for you know for family reasons, so I didn't. Ha- so I I liked that all of you know opening a surprise thing. So that so every time I open a box, it is what you see on camera. Yeah, there's some there's some obvious embellishment. I'm I'm not that crazy, uh, <laughs> you know, but I am excited. I am excited to to see this and to be grateful for it. So just just to speed up to your question. So, you know, we got another what six years, ironically, from 2014 to, to 2020. 2020. Um, so around January 2020, this is before, you know, the the you know, lockdowns and everything. I was I was just at my burnout point again. You I could tell the audience could tell I was tired. I could tell the audience was tired of me being tired and mm-hmm. things were stagnant. Uh the channel really wasn't moving. I just, I just, you know, it's one of those things when you do this full time and you want to just take a break, can you, you know, because this is what you do. Because yeah, if you're not making content, you're not making money. Right. And you're, so, that means you're not able to buy Oreos. Yes. And Oreos are important. And yes. Or pizza. Uh, <laughs> whatever. So, yeah. so, so we get to March and so I, I'm, I'm moving. Uh, I moved uh, March what was it, March 13th? I moved. The lockdown happened the 16th. Yeah. <laughs> and, I was like, that I, sounds vaguely familiar, those those dates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the crazy thing is, I uh, from January to March, I was working with a, a friend of mine who I hired uh, just to kind of help me 
start building up TikTok because I was mm-hmm. just, again, I was burned out, bored. So I'm like, I need something else to do. So we were just doing silly TikTok. He would come over every day and we would just see what's trending and just do silly TikToks. And I, they're, I'm glad they're not around. They're embarrassing. I'm, I'm trying to dance or be like a teenager. It, it, it's, it's all kinds of awful. Well, uh, that that's what I thought TikTok was because in its yeah. earliest days, it was, was like kids doing dances, which is, it, and it's not that anymore anyway. No, no, not at all. So, so lockdown happens, uh, brand, brand deals freeze, YouTube kind of freezes. And so I'm sitting there uh, in a house still needing to be unpacked because <laughs> no one is there to help me. Right. And, and I, I'm, I'm sitting there. It's like, you know, as time went on, I'm, I'm realizing Number one, man, did I need this break? And then secondly, oh my God, what do I do when this is over? It's like, because I came to a realization, I didn't want to do what I did. You didn't want to go back. You didn't, I didn't want to go yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the break was too long in a good way. Like, I did you didn't not want to come back from vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to get, oh, that's a good one. I didn't want to come back from vacation, man. And during that time, I was still putting out. Uh, some TikToks here and there. I was with my friend not there. I was coming up with my own mm-hmm. type of things. But but something happened around, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm, let's say July, August-ish time. I was sitting there and it's like, okay, I like this format. I like this one minute vertical format. But at the time, I was just putting up clips of former YouTube videos mm-hmm. and they were doing pretty well, like unboxings and things. And so I was like, all right, versus clips, what if I challenged myself to do a full unboxing in a minute or less is that even possible yeah can yeah. i tell the story well can especially I be, seeing yeah. the way you were doing them before you wouldn't you you couldn't do the way you were doing them before so that that is a challenge to be like let me do my style but in that constraint yeah it was not only was it a little scary on me but the positive thing out of it it gave me a challenge it gave me something to do mm. and so i met that challenge and uh not and they took off like even i because i put them also i will cross post them on uh twitter uh-huh. and like especially there was like uh xbox controller or some something small that was unboxing and, and like some you know, the heads of xbox they were retweeting and it's like oh my god this is amazing because in a minute or less sometimes 30 seconds i said what i had to say here is a controller here's what here's the different color here's what it can do it's the value of constraint yeah instead of spending five or six minutes telling it i was able to do it in that in that minute or less and not only was it a nice package that anybody can do watch and get the gist or decide if they want to buy it or not uh but it just it it gave me just a, a new lease on creating, man. And here's something that it did that was initially a negative. So I learned how to do videos in this format and, and one minute or less of vertical. Then I have somebody who's like, hey, can you we we need our thing to be on YouTube, you know, a widescreen, whatever. Yeah. I couldn't do it, Tom. Yeah. I couldn't go back because, you know, I felt like a fraud. I felt like if I stretched this. It's it's like like when you're listening to an audio book at 2x speed and you turn it back down to 1x. It sounds like people are drunk. You, yeah. It, it I, 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 won't, I won't say the full word, but I, I felt like I was bullcrapping. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I felt like, I, I, felt like I, I was I was just like, padding the video. Yeah, yeah. Because, because people because you learned your, how to be efficient. 
Yeah. People and get they were asking you, that. could you be inefficient? We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, we, yeah, whether it's like the eight huh. minute mark or the 10 minute mark, YouTubers always get, you know, oh, you're just stretching the video so you can get extra ads in your video. And I never did that. But I definitely felt like if I cut off all the fat, why am I trying to add the fat back in to please mm. this this, <laughs> yeah. this format? So TikTok was fine with me. Instagram Reels had just come out. Sure. I was also posting on them on Twitter. So I'm like, these major platforms are all fine. The only one that's giving me the problem is YouTube. And I'm like, what do I do? And then guess what comes out? It solves the problem. Uh, YouTube shorts. Thank goodness. You're yeah. In the nick of time. Yeah, See, YouTube- now that's funny because... I think we on Daily Tech News Show and other people look at YouTube shorts like, oh, here they go trying to rip off TikTok. And oh, they're they looking at it and saying like, thank goodness they're trying <laughs> yes. to rip off TikTok. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, yes, they are. And and but it was perfect timing for me. And so but we're we're not done here because you know, now we're in the 2021. Um, and I, I'm still not full. I'm still putting regular videos on YouTube. I, I, I just wasn't ready yet. But we get to. We get to summer of 2021, and I had to make that hard decision because after about a year, my TikTok is pumping. I get almost a yeah. million, and you're enjoying it. Oh, that's the key. I'm enjoying it. My Instagram is actually—I haven't said this really publicly before—but my Instagram with uh, what was it, 180 something thousand followers. My YouTube had had 1.8 million, uh, and at the time, and dropping. Because it just wasn't, you know, wasn't yeah, performing that well. The beast, yeah. yeah, but my Instagram is 10 times less the size. And my Instagram was making me more money than my YouTube. Well, now, how does that work? Because everybody assumes you got to have the big numbers to get the big money. So a lot of my money, came, especially on Instagram, because there was no payment system there, really, yeah. was, was brand deals. But brands were taking money from YouTube and pushing um. over into Instagram. So I pound for pound, I was just killing it on, on Instagram doing these kind of smaller videos. They mm-hmm. brands love them. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do this because of it. It's just, it, they had, they saw them as like, Oh, can, can we, can we sponsor try this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can we sponsor this? And I was like, uh, yeah, of course. Duh. Can, get over here. And, and so huh. when, once my Instagram started making more and then combined with my TikTok, I'm making, you know, more of a living than YouTube, you know, we go into 2021 and I'm like, if this is the only place that's holding me, holding me back, not even a financial term on a mental, on a self-satisfaction, self-satisfaction. And just, it was the only mental block I had. Cause yeah. I, you know, I was starting to despise, I've been despising YouTube for a while. I get no support from anyone there. Uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to sl- slam on them, but I, I just have never been the huge creator that, yeah. that, that gets all the support and a person. Well, cause even though that them. number that you just put out for your YouTube sounded big, it's not nearly the biggest. It's not, not even close. It's, it's not. And I've never had a viral video or anything like that. So like, and you I, were, you were making most of your YouTube money on sponsorships as well. Right. Cause, cause trying to go on, on the YouTube monetization with ads, that's, that's squeezing pennies as far as I know. Yeah. Am. See, and, and. There was a time where my AdSense was doing really well. I would say between 2015 and 2018 was like the peak mm-hmm. uh, that it was doing doing really well. Like I could live off the AdSense alone. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But that was just that was just a you know just a exceptionally good time yeah. for 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 ad things. And then 
it went down and then brand deals came in and kind of mm-hmm. uh, kind of took it over. So so here we are in 2021, uh, August, and I'm nervous because here, here's the situation, Tom. I don't want to do regular YouTube anymore, uh, but I have this channel yeah. with 1.8 million yeah. that I've built. And everybody's saying, don't 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 put shorts on that. What are you you're going to kill your channel? Yeah. You know, you got to make a separate channel. Yeah. And so yeah. I tried to make a separate channel. It was get zero views every every day because it's a brand new channel. Right. Yeah. It's just like starting over from like in, anyone. And the has. people who follow in YouTube are like, well, I don't want to go over there and see that. I want to see Lamar stuff here. Exactly. I don't want to add so, a new thing. So it was it was a this was probably my biggest leap of faith that I've Ooh. I've made to date besides moving here to L.A. So I made the decision in September. Of, I, I posted, you know, videos that I was already putting on on Inst- on Instagram and TikTok. Oh, native by the way, so there's no logos or anything. It's it's the native upload, mm-hmm. and I just posted and I left. I didn't read comments. I didn't. I, I refused That's to look at complaints. <laughs> I walked away and I just posted, 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 and left. Yeah. The views were low because mm-hmm. those shorts don't get pushed to your subscription feed. Sure. Like for notifications and things. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it took a while. It took about three to four months for the shorts algorithm to accept me. I had to be, uh, oh, you, oh, you're serious about this. Yeah. You posted 50. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll send you to more people. And then once they did that, uh, the views just went through the roof. I got, uh, because that year on YouTube, I had lost probably about, 25,000, 30,000 subscribers mm. just because I was irregular. Yeah. That month in November, I gained 30,000 subscribers just wow. on shorts. Yeah. So I gained, I gained a loss back, brand new audience in. And so it was the right decision. And it, it just, it just kind of relieved my mind and, and made me realize I made the right decision. But it's, it's scary because you're taking 12 plus years and saying bye bye to it. I'm going to put this new format on that people are calling TikToks. Even those shorts, and then you get another percentage of the audience who doesn't understand that this is not a clip of a bigger project. This it's is a full thing. video. Yeah, and I get those comments all the time. I start looking at comments like, "I don't want this clip. I want the full thing." It's like you didn't watch it. Yeah, if you yeah, yeah. watched it, you realize this is the this is the full thing. So. It's, yeah, it's, or they're thinking, or they're thinking it's it's an edited down version of a larger thing, which it's not. Right. You know, it is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it and it took a while for for you know people to, to get that. And now everything it, it that it is what I do. I am a vertical, you know, short form vertical creator, and I have no intention on going back because I'm happy and I'm enjoying this. What's interesting about that is you're not a TikTok creator. You're a short form video. You, you just described yourself as a short form vertical creator because you're yeah. not just publishing in one place. I'm publishing on uh, in the order I upload is uh, TikTok, Instagram Reels, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and mm. Facebook. Facebook oh, has wow. Facebook Reels. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. So I posted six different places. I tried Pinterest for a while, and I was like, "It's not my place." <laughs> somebody, somebody told me to try it. You need to do more live, six. laugh, love unboxing. <laughs> Yeah, and then you'll be good. Big exactly. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I posted six different places. And so my, my content is just, you, you know, it's funny. There uh, there was an era of content creation. I remember my friend Chris Perillo and some others back back in the day where they had this the model of you make one thing and you post it everywhere. 
mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah. and 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 that didn't unfortunately fly for a lot of people then because every place wanted, and they still do to a point want their own original content. Yeah, uh, but I think the key now is they just don't want the logo. They don't want it. If they they don't, don't, you don't want to be watching a reel and see a TikTok logo. I get that. Yeah, yeah exactly. But if the content is native to them and I'm in the comments talking to them and they, they realize, you know, this isn't a, a clip from YouTube that you're posting on Twitter. This isn't a, a Twitch uh, stream clip that you're posting on reels. This is native. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they tend to uh, accept it a lot better. Yeah, uh, which and it's native to all of those formats. Even it, it, it's the mm-hmm. same video, right? It's just it's it works in that that format everywhere. Mm-hmm. That that's interesting because that is a swing back towards the way it used to be. I think one of the reasons Perillo and others uh, had that idea was in the early days of the internet, we were all, you put it up everywhere and Mm -hmm. you know, you want to get your audience wherever they are. And it was the rise of Facebook particularly, but also Twitter a little bit and, and, and Pinterest and Instagram that were like, well, we're all different. So we want to capture you. We want to keep you inside our walls. And that seems like it's maybe changing now as people are like, well, as long as your thing is good and fits the format, then we're good with it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so like, yeah, I'm, it has been freeing to, to, I've never liked the term YouTuber. Actually, I've always hated it. Because mm-hmm. it, it just it, it felt so limiting, yeah. And I, I'm not crazy about the word TikToker. I don't make a big deal if someone says it. Uh, I don't try to correct them, but but I'm just a I'm just a universal creator. I just I create things, mm-hmm. uh, and and I, I think you are out. a creator, just not the way it used to be used. Absolutely, yeah. Universal yeah. creator. Although then that could be misinterpreted to mean you create movies for Universal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I didn't have to disclose. Or theme park uh, rides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my wife works for a company owned by NBC Universal. So now and, I have and, to disclose. And, exactly. Yeah. I will have to disclose that I'm your friend of the wife. Yeah. Of who, yeah, yeah. It gets complicated. And, uh, the disclosures never end. That's, <laughs> that's the, that's the bane of an influencer. Wait, now we're back. <laughs> now we're back to influencing. <laughs> no, but I, you know, I, th- I think the key to your story there that I, I, I think most people can take something away from is, you had to realize that there was value in what you loved and there was no reason for you to keep something doing you didn't love just because it used to work. Oh, that is a beautiful sentence. That is, you hit it. That's it. That that's, that's exactly what, what it was. Um, I had to, I had to cut away the fat. I, I I had, I had to say, I love what I do. I don't have to love the place. Mm-hmm. And if the place now has an option for me to post what I'm posting, great. They came out with YouTube shorts. Cool. I'll post it there, but I'm not connected or attached to them. Yeah. Like so many of the audience and, and bless themselves. I, I, I get why they, they are like that. Who, who wants you to be, no, you can't leave us. This is, you know, you, how dare you? This is our gang. Mm-hmm. You know, we initiated you. We made you. <laughs> you can't go off yeah. to that TikTok. And and it's like I haven't gone anywhere. I'm just I'm just not focused. Follow on you me, all. friends. We can <laughs> all be free. <laughs> yeah. One thing I did want to uh, mention, and I gotta say this carefully because it, it, it can it can definitely come off wrong. But I know with the content I've made over the years, I have not made the kind of content in the kind of way that garners 
a huge loyal audience. And what I mean by that, mm. you have some creators that doesn't matter what they do. It's just like everybody retweets at them and over supports them. And mm. yeah, this Paul brother, this, the, and I'm not even, I'm not jealous of it. I don't, I don't have any opinion on it. I think I actually, I do have an opinion. I think it's great, but my content was never designed mm-hmm. to garner a loyal following you and your podcast and what you've done has been remarkable. You've deliberately, you almost have to have people that who love Tom Merritt mm. to buy into what you do. And that's, so you, you have something that I admire and, 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 you know, envy well, sometimes because I ha- I haven't had to, I haven't been able to build that. So what I, what I just try to be is just as entertaining as possible because I did not, and you know, there's some regret there. I, I I wish I had spent more time trying to figure out how to rally the troops. You know, mm-hmm. one, one, one thing. Um, if you go back to the tech, the tech, who who can I think of? Uh, a Robert Scoble or or, mm-hmm. or you or whoever who 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 have uh, what I call a portable audience. You can go to a new platform, which you you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have this new podcast, and you can take people with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced. I have that kind of authority. But you just did it. But I'm not sure. I. I but I'm not sure if I took people any anywhere with with it. I, I don't think know. You kind of had to to get as much uptake as you got as fast as you got it. Like if you were going from I've never heard of this person before. I mean, you can build an audience really quick. But I'm I'm going to say a lot of people are like, oh, that's Lamar. I know him from YouTube. Let me see what he like. And you know what those people do is they don't leave comments. They just watch and they like it. This is true. The majority so, of people don't, don't leave comments. You, you may not right. have that interactivity that you're talking about where, you know, like I, I've, I've tried to like talk to the chat room, you know, and I, I, I probably should do it even more than I do it, but, but sort of like building that community, you may not have like shepherded the community as much, but they're, right. they're still there. Because of your authenticity, because they learned to like you, not just the fact that you were doing something. Thank you. Because <laughs> I, 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 a lot of times don't, I, I think I've done a bad job. Uh, and I'm very honest with, with myself. I just think I've done a bad job creating a sense of community because I don't, that's one of the things I just don't know how to build well. Some people know how to build, you know how to build a community. You know how to rally people around your books, around mm. your, your new shows, around your ideas. And, it's really and, and just some people just have a them. skill. You know what? You're, the biggest obstacle to you doing that was YouTube because I, uh, any community I've ever built over the years was in an IRC chat room. It was in Discord. It was on a message board somewhere. Somewhere small, it. right. Yeah. You know, it was never in YouTube comments. You cannot build a community in YouTube No, you cannot. Comments. No, you cannot. It's, it's, yeah. or, or if you, if some people have, I'm sure they have, it's very difficult. It's it's not the easiest place in the world to do that. And yeah. and what struck me about you talking about multi-platform too, I think that makes the audience better as well because it, gets them out of the mindset of we're YouTube people watching YouTubers on YouTube and everybody else is against us. If you're on everywhere, it's like, Oh, well I don't have to be part of a, of a club. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I can enjoy Lamar's content on whatever platform I like. And I, I think that's healthier for you. And I think it's healthier for the audience. 
Yeah. One, one thing I, I mentioned to people, I, mean, I wrote a letter a month or so ago, and was like finally explaining everything to to the this, the social audience, you know, just why I left tradition. I call it mm-hmm. traditional YouTube. And I had a few people's like, oh, well, uh, you know, not a, pro- not a problem. I, I love what you do. I'll go follow you on on uh, TikTok now. Mm-hmm. And they, they were saying this on Twitter. And I had to and I was like, listen, thank you. I really appreciate that. But. But the same have- content, you don't. Yeah, you don't have to go anywhere because a lot of people don't want to make a new account. Like, like that's one of the problems with trying to transport an audience. Mm-hmm. And I see with TikTokers all, all the time they get they have ten million people on TikTok, and all of a sudden they want people to go over to their Instagram because Instagram is where they can, you know, their brand deals are, or maybe they want to show share pictures or just more of themselves. But people don't like to leave their silos, and so I said, well, let me just flip the script and just like, Hey, wherever you are and the main places, I'll come to you. Yeah. And, and you just decide what, you know, what you want to do there. Wherever you are, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> I don't know. That reminds me of podcasting so much because in the early days of podcasting, the idea was you put your RSS feed out and then people could consume it. However they wanted. They could do it. It is like podcasting. RSS reader. They could do it in a podcast app. They could, they could do whatever you wanted. And, it always puzzled me over the years when I'd get somebody saying, hey, can you put your show on X app? Because I was of the mind of like, no, I don't put a show on the app. You put my show in the app because you want it, right? The way it's yeah. supposed to work is yeah. my show's out there for everyone to get. Uh, mm-hmm. We're not quite there with what you're talking about, but it is it is closer to that to say like, yeah, my show can work on Snapchat, Pinterest, TikTok, YouTube, Shorts, you know, and you then can just pick whatever you want. Unfortunately, you start to put it there, right? There's not the equivalent of like just making it available. But oh yeah, if if there was a a reader thing where at one place it just oh man yeah <laughs> that'll that'd be just my life cross platform publishing mm-hmm. like yeah and and people yeah. could I think that is better for everybody and I think we're relearning that. I, and it was interesting. I, mean, I mentioned Perillo because, like, when I and I say him with all due respect, I I, I loved yeah, I what know, he Chris, was doing. Great. It wasn't it wasn't ready. Yeah, the the, the audience wasn't wasn't uh, ready for it. Like the, him and a lot of other people were just ahead of their time with with, with that uh, with that concept. And because, like you said, everybody everybody meaning the companies started creating these silos and say no, exclusive to us. You know, yeah. uh, tw- Twitter cut off being able to see Instagram. Uh, images, you know, just the link, you know, so because they wanted you to post the picture in Twitter, you know, so, it, you know, th- things like that started, yeah. start, started happening. So I think I, I always thought his model was pretty genius. I know people use like, a, not, not tweet deck. It was a, it was um, Hootsuite. Hootsuite. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe I pulled that out of the brain. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That, and, hurt. Um, that hurt. That was deep. Back <laughs> that was pretty deep. But I, I think they had a thing where you, you, you could post the tweet and it went to Facebook and went to yep. Twitter and it went to Google plus at the time. And, and I'm like, that was, that's genius. That's less work for you. And you're spreading your community. That was a great idea. It went away. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad to see that this, this format that it's starting to come back. I don't see a lot of people doing what I do and I'm not saying I'm unique. No, but uh, you're on the I, leading edge of something for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think a lot of creators and now I'm just categorizing creators in influence. Uh, but I, I, I think Broadly. a lot of them are, I think a lot of them are nervous because they feel like they're going to diminish their audience. And that's, that's one thing i never cared about. And it seems that, well, if I, if I post my TikTok, 
Well, I got I got two million people over here. If I post my TikTok on YouTube Shorts or I post it on Instagram Reels, that's going to pull people away. Yeah, and it's not the case. I'm I'm a, I can tell you that as a person who posts mm-hmm. in six different places, all I'm doing is gathering people from six different places who now get to, some people have never seen me before in their life. You know, uh, TikTok audience was a good example of that. They were like. Who are you? How are you verified? Why are you so funny? Who? Yeah. What, why are you so like they? They did not know Lamar Wilson from YouTube, and I loved it. Yeah, for, it's a fresh the, start. It's, it's a, a fresh start, dude. Yeah, yeah. that's very cool. I, I mean, that's the Apple, the Apple story, right? Which is like, as long as we're stealing market share from ourselves, it's fine. It doesn't matter if the iPhone cannibalizes iPod sales, we still get the sales. You know, people criticize them for putting out the iPhone. Like, oh, you're going to drive down iPod sales. They're like, great. As long as we sell stuff, you know, and like, (laughs) that's basically what you were operating is like, yeah, if TikTok undermines my YouTube, great. As long as they're watching me and I can still monetize that, then then it works. Yeah. As long as my monetization model, like I said at the beginning, I I do make a living off of this. Yeah. So as long as my monetization model holds um and right now it's been very attractive to to advertisers to say hey instead of this one place we have six mm-hmm. that just one video can go they all have varying degrees of followers but there's six different opportunities here and we've been able to to monetize off that and and that's why it's working uh so so well on, on you know because yeah it is a one minute video but one minute video it's worth a lot more when it's going on YouTube and your TikTok and your Instagram and your stories. And, and like not now, now we're multiplying uh, yeah. uh, uh, the value. Now so, I, w- I want to address one, one technical aspect of this because I know there's somebody out there thinking this of like, Oh, well I get why Lamar wanted to do this. It's less work to do a one minute oh, video. Oh, I is hear it, that one all the time. Yeah. It, 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 please explain the over. No, <laughs> because <laughs> it, it's funny because okay take 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 a six minute youtube video okay that i would probably do once a week maybe twice maybe twice a week but the trend, usually youtuber youtube person does a once a week video on average whereas i'm especially in the in the influencer lane i'm talking about mm-hmm. i can and have done daily videos and the reason that it is harder you may think okay well it's five five minutes five videos but that's five times to editing. That's mm-hmm. five times to marketing. That's five times to products I have to talk about or things I have to talk about. Like, like that is time out of my, my day. Is it, is it a smaller video? Yes, but I'm uploading to six different places mm-hmm. and six different audiences I now have to nurture. Mm-hmm. I don't just set it and forget it. I'm not Ron Papil. Okay, I go there. You like that reference? Okay. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I, I go to each one and I'm, and I'm nurturing. Uh, each audience so it's actually more work i'm not going to co- compare what i do to construction work yes i am oh sure. yeah, it, no, yeah, yeah. It, it is it is it is less taxing on my on my body but but yeah, we're not but, we're not trying to say you know feel bad for lamar his back's breaking over there but but <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like i know i'll make more money and work less it, it, it's at least the same amount of work sounds like if not it's more a, it's it's, a, it's at least the same amount yeah and how, how and much do, time does it take to do a one minute video? I I know a lot of people know this, but a lot of people don't. So it, it, if I'm going from beginning to end, like yeah, product yeah. comes in, I'm outlining what I'm going to talk about. I get ready to set up a film, edit uh, and put it out. I mean, 
sometimes that could take as much as as a regular like the other videos I, I used to do. It, it can take a couple, uh, one to two hours. Yeah. Sometimes if it's a really quick unboxing, I can have it done in thirty minutes because I don't need to outline anything. It's a surprise in the box. I'm reacting to it. I open it, blah blah blah. So that's probably three minutes worth of footage. Yeah. I take it to the editor. I can knock it out, get it uploaded. Sometimes I can do it in 30, 45 minutes on that. But average time, if I'm doing you considering all the planning and everything, it could be a couple hours or more. And I've spent that doing a five or six minute video yeah. before. Right. So because it, it's a five or six minute video. The only the, the difference isn't in the preparation or the edit. The difference is is in the five or six minutes which you're pretty close to shooting anyway for the minute video. You just edited it down to a minute. Yeah. So no, no, that, yeah. that, that's exactly it. So, yeah. so it's, you know, I just know a lot of people like think, Oh, a minute video that must take you like five minutes to do. Right. And, and so when you're like, if it's really fast, I can do it in 30. I know that's good. That the people who don't, follow this sort of thing are like, wait, what? Why does it take 30 minutes to do? And it's like, you got planning, you've got editing, editing takes time. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot that goes into it. It's a lot, it's a lot that goes into it. And it's, it's not as, it's not as easy as people think, but it, again, yeah, it's not as, as taxing that day, mm-hmm. but you know, like this week I'm slammed. I have, uh, and, and i I forgot there was a, 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 you know, I know we're filming this, tell me, uh, recording this before, but it's a holiday coming up. Yeah, yeah. And like, so that made me, I was like, oh, I need to get things in or get things done even faster. So, but it's, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna be and honest you with you. You had your crazy friend who's recording this show, making me record this show with them. I was like, come yeah. on, man. <laughs> so many demands. But I will say, I love it. I love the fact versus are working on one video and stretching my time out. And he, here's what it is, Tom. It's working on that one video, doing all of that setup, doing all that prep, doing all of that work. Sometimes, you know, it depends on the video. You can work on it a day or two, depending on your time. Like, like you know, and you get it out there. And then that good old YouTube algorithm, after all that work, yeah, just says, nah, nah, we're not going to. We're not going to share this thing that you worked on so hard. Well, all the algorithms, right? Not just all, YouTube. That every, can happen no, to yes. But yeah, the point I was making is like, if I'm making this exclusively for that. So what this does, I still have to deal with the YouTube algorithm when I mm-hmm. upload the, the shorts. But see, this time, now, now the input that I'm giving is not as great as taxing as that one video. Right. So if today's video that I posted, eh, kind of flopped or just didn't hit the algorithms no few things number one i got five other places they can still yep. do well and number two i'm putting out another video tomorrow yeah so i'm not sweating the small stuff i'm not sweating no, diversification the- turns out like the yeah. wall street people were right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really does exactly help. yeah because because the tiktok algorithm might be punishing to you one day Mm-hmm. But then the the, the Snapchat and the Reels ones are fine, so you're you know it it, it can cover it. I yeah, it makes makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, well, man, I could talk to you for hours. I mean, we're gonna have to have you back because I I want to talk to you about that idea of starting late and getting into early experiences and all of that one of these days. But uh, we oh, do yeah. like to play a game with our guests. Okay. Uh, so is there is there anything else we we missed before we move on to to the game portion of the today's show? Um, you know, I, I, I think, yeah. Uh, so in defining what I do, cause people ask, well, what are you, what do mm, you do? Mm-hmm. Yes. I playfully have the, 
the title of my bio, CEO of Unboxings, so that was given to me by TikTok people because they which they uh, that CEO of thing, yeah, that's a CEO of thing, thing, which is yeah. which I keep. I, I, love, I love it. I just, I think it's awesome. But um, I, th- there's a, a quote I like to read from a uh, Stanley made this quote, and, and if I could put it in a bio, I would. It just doesn't fit. But uh, St- Stanley wrote this. He said, uh, "I used to be embarrassed because I was just a comic book writer, while other people were building bridges or going on in medical careers, and then I begin to realize." Entertainment is one of the most important things in people's lives. Without it, they might go off the deep end. I feel that if you're able to entertain people, you're doing a good thing. And I use that as the basis for why I do what I do. No, I'm not saving lives. No, I'm not finding cures for diseases or, or getting people out of fires. But everyone needs entertainment on some level. And if I can entertain, and sneak in some education in the, in the same time, you know, just being a former educator, I kind of know how to do that. If I can, yeah. if I can, if I can, if I can sneak in that you're learning something at the same time and you realize it, but you, but you're still a more entertained than you are feeling educated. I've done my job. And for those, for that minute, and maybe, maybe it's more minutes because maybe you, you didn't see that when you go back and watch a couple other things I've done. So for those one to three minutes or more, you know, your problems are gone in, a, in that moment, you know, you, you're, or maybe your perspective of the day, maybe, maybe I made your day and that means the world to me. So yeah. yes, it's, yes, it's, it may seem to some childish, that he, oh, he's opening a box of Oreos or he's trying out this, or he, he's playing this game or this controller, but I'm like, you know, I'm not saving people's lives, lives, but maybe I am. Well, <laughs> yeah. And, right. You know, like, there's no, I, I actually get there's comments like I was having a crappy day. Yeah. And you made my day. I don't know what I was going to do. I'm stressed out about blame. My, my problems are still there, but you made me relax. You took my mind off it, right? I yeah. Mean, there's studies that entertainment like video games reduce pain because it distracts you. Uh, mm-hmm. So so there, there there's something to that. There's absolutely something to that. And I don't think entertainment and sports and things like that would be such a big industry. We wouldn't give our money to them. If yes. they didn't do that for us yeah. and maybe they're still overblown, maybe too much money goes into that. I think that's all, all worthy of discussion, but sure. But there's, there is something valuable there. It's not just a waste of time. I don't care I what you say, dad. No, my dad. Never <laughs> exactly. Somebody's dad. Like, look, mom, look what I'm doing now. You won't let me have that Nintendo, huh? Well, look at the, <laughs> look at me now. Look at me now. <laughs> all right, let's play this or that. This is an easy game. Uh, I'm going to give you two options. And you just tell me which you prefer and why. Okay. Oh, Are you ready? I have no idea. Okay, I guess so. Fast or slow zombies? Slow zombies. I have time to run. I mean, pretty much everybody's picking slow yes. zombies. I'm. I just. I'm going to keep this one in because I'm waiting for the day someone says fast because I want to know why that. <laughs> All right. Maybe they get the extra exercise in. Oreos or Hydrox? Oreos. Obviously, no. I, I just I've tasted both, and I, I know I know who came first. All right, I know. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Uh, the sound of a dot matrix or laser printer? Laser printer. I remember dot matrix. My God. Yeah. No, no one. Yeah, no one. No one should have to deal with that. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Mario or Luigi? Mario. I always pick Mario in everything. Card. So this is like a personality yeah. test. Mario. Or Luigi. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'm assertive and I like red. <laughs> you like the popular <laughs> choice. Yes. Uh, hammock or beanbag chair? Beanbag chair. Wow. I, a little baby just plop in. 
and just let it mold to my body. Yeah. Hammock, I'm gonna fall out of. I just I've tried to get in one before. It, it's disaster written all over it. There's a balancing act there. Oh, yeah. I see what you did there. Slow jams or between the sheets. Slow jams. I always love the slow jams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All <laughs> right. Uh, savory or dessert crepes? Savory. Really? I've gotten older. I've gotten more. I'm more into the savory. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Is that just because you, you, you like the salty over the sweet or is it like some other more complex reasoning? I think sometimes it's the salty over the sweet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. That's a good Jamie one. Jamie Foxx or Denzel Washington? Jamie Foxx. Because the person who makes me laugh the most. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. That's a good reason. That's good. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. Uh, dogs or cats? I'm a cat guy. Cat guy, yeah. All right. I'm a cat guy, but I love other people's dogs. Oh yeah, Lamar loves my dogs. I'll I'll, I'll back you up on that. Yeah, you are not a dog, and they love me. I don't yeah. understand it. Yeah, yeah. But I think Ray might like you more than us. Oh, <laughs> please. <stop. laughs> she loves. You. Uh, and finally, hot or cold? Hot. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I. That's why I came to L.A. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I uh, I do not like the cold. Not anymore. I can deal with it. We were both from Illinois. You're from the mm-hmm. colder part of Illinois, even. Yeah. yeah but yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Lamar, that was fantastic, my friend. Uh, thanks so much for sitting down and sharing your story with us. I really appreciate that. I had fun. I was so nervous coming into this. Just Why full disclosure. Uh, because it's it's. It was my first time telling this story, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, out loud. You know, to and then I just. Just have a crazy ton of respect for you. I, I don't know. I just didn't. I, I don't know. You made me nervous, Tom. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to make you nervous. I, was, no. I don't like making you nervous. Don't make no. me nervous. <laughs> no, I look up to you. I do. So I, oh, I don't want to. I'm just honored. Like I'm on this new new show of yours because you have so many great people you can talk to. Well, um, you were one of the first I wanted to talk to. So, th- so thank you for doing that. If folks want right. to find all the things that you're doing, what's the easiest way to keep track of you? Easiest way is lamar.tv that's lamar with two r's so lamar l-a-m-a-r-r.tv that'll take you to a cool page that has all of my links and follow where you are the most comfortable uh you know so yeah all of them are there and uh i'm just having fun entertaining every day as the ceo of unboxings excellent well congratulations (laughs) mr ceo thank you uh and thanks everybody for supporting us as well uh it's great to have you along and we will see you next time take care 